Welcome to another episode from Inside Treasures. My name is Phoebus and I love to challenge myself and those around me for the purpose of growth. This podcast is about helping you to heal, to change and to grow. In the previous episode, we talk all about the emotional brain and how that can affect our behavior and our well-being. In this episode, we're going to talk about the automatic nervous system and how that ties in with the limbic brain, which is the emotional brain, and how the two work together and how that affects our perception of the world and our well-being. Why am I willing to go into the automatic nervous system? What is it all about? What is it so special? And why is it useful to our efforts to changing and growing and healing? I feel that the way we live in general is unbalanced. We're often under chronic anxiety, chronic stress, about worrying, under fear. This way of living puts us in the fight or flight response. When we try to find calmness, when we try to find inner peace, what are we looking for? We're looking into entering the parasympathetic system, the rest and digest, while we can get to calm down, be ourselves and heal. The automatic nervous system's primary mechanism is to control the fight or flight response. It is a powerful part of our physiology and it plays a crucial part in our emotional life. In the previous episode when we talked about the brain, there's also part of the brain called the hypothalamus, which is just above the brainstem. And this, along with input from the limbic system, it works together into regulating the automatic nervous system. Now, the point of the system is to regulate. It regulates our body. That regulates bodily functions, such as the rate of our heart, our digestion, our respiration, and certain reflexes. The automatic nervous system is split two main parts. The sympathetic nervous system, which is the fight or flight response, and usually gets triggered when there's danger, when there's stress, when there's fear, anxiety. And then we have the parasympathetic nervous system, the rest and digest, also known as feed and breed system, which has to do with eating, with growth, with reproduction. Well, there's a natural dance and balance between the two systems. One system usually activates the physiological response, while the other one will inhibit the physiological response. As I said earlier, the sympathetic system is said to mediate between the fight or flight response. But once we are calmer, the parasympathetic nervous system restores the order in the body and it turns the body back into normal functioning. There is no good or bad with either of the systems. They're both very useful. They're very useful for our well-being. They're very useful for us being alive, being safe and maintaining a balance. And that's why the two systems that work together to ensure of our survival, our growth, and reproduction. What are some of the characteristics of the sympathetic nervous system? It promotes the fight-or-flight response. So if there's a perceived danger, we will prepare for fighting or fleeing or freezing. It's something that will get us into action in order to preserve our life. So if there's a lion that walks in, there's a predator, a sympathetic system reacts to that danger is that it fires certain responses for the body to be able to adapt and act quickly. And what does that do? Basically, it tells our body, again, through the brain, through the nervous system, into the organs, we get release certain chemicals. We have all those chemicals in our blood that get released through the body that put us in that state of fighting or flying. Now let's move to the parasympathetic nervous system. Its role is to activate the repair mechanism of the body. 
In other words, when we are calm and relaxed, when we are within our zone of feeling safe, this is when our body heals. This is where our body is at its best. But when it comes to our daily life, how many times do we really truly need to be in the fight or flight response? So in summary, we said we have the sympathetic system and the parasympathetic system. Sympathetic system enables the fight or flight, which in the last episode we talked about the amygdala. We talked about the danger, the siren, the alarms that they go off in order to make us able to adapt and respond to danger. And again, when there is threat and danger, that system is super useful. On the other side, the parasympathetic system is the rest and digest. It allows our mind to calm down, to be ourselves, to find inner peace, and to feel more connected with ourselves and the world. Both of the systems that help the body maintain a balance. What I see very often is how much we're running those systems to the ground. We're so much in the sympathetic system, the fight or flight response, whether it's through anxiety, through fear, through anger, and we poison our blood and we're destroying ourselves. There's one different thing between extreme imminent danger and a different one when we perceive danger where there isn't one. It's like we have a car, instead of driving it normally, we ram it all the way to the edge. And we keep doing that. It's not like we drive normally and then we drive fast and then maybe we drive slow. We're just constantly driving to its limits. And that's what I feel we do a lot with our bodies. And that, it taxes the body. It's never-ending work. Our blood pressure is constantly up. Our cortisol is constantly firing. Adrenaline is always in the blood. Whether it's about worrying about money, about our children, our cat, our job, getting angry, our road rage, whatever that might be, that is firing off our fight or flight response, it doesn't really matter. And as you're seeing again, I'm going from the physical, the physical threat, into more the mental. If I'm catastrophizing in my mind, and I'm firing off my emotional brain and saying the world is so bad and so many things are going to happen to me that they're bad, that puts me in a fight or flight response. That burns me energy. And it's not helping me achieve anything. It's not helping me protect myself. I perceive it as being protecting myself, but there's too much environmental stimulus these days from the outside and both from within that causes us to spend too much time being the fight or flight. Usually, the fight or flight response, it's meant to be for short-lived physical danger. But also, with the continuation of that threat and danger, we can keep that system on and activate it on long-term psychological and emotional stressors. And that's why this whole thing is important. The body will respond in a similar way. Whether it is an external threat or internal threat within our mind, whether we are observing that threat, so someone else being in danger, for example, whether we're watching a movie, a scary movie, an action movie, why are we watching action movies and all of a sudden we feel a heart racing? Because we're in it. The effects on our brain are real. The effects on our physiology, they're substantial. We know that this thing we're watching is not real. But again, you got the news, and that is real, isn't it? We got news, we got the war, we got violence, we got viruses. Things that put us on edge. Things that make us feel threatened. And that's the key. 
whether it's real, imaginary, reenacted, it doesn't always really matter because it's the response within our own world, within our reality. And what does that do to us? Where does that put us? It puts us in the fight or flight. That becomes nerve-wracking. It becomes a huge stressor for us. So what can we do? If every week I have to, to work 15 hours a day, this is taxing on myself. This is taxing on my system. This becomes a threat. From being something like a creative outlet, all of a sudden it's a threat to my well-being. And this brings me to the mind-body connection. And that is the reason I spent the last two episodes going over physiology, the brain, the nervous system. This is about our body, how we react, how we experience the world. And basically, when we meditate, when we are mindful, the things that put us in balance usually enable the parasympathetic nervous system. And that's why that's important for us to understand, okay, so it's very easy for me these days on an environmental way to be all out there in the fight or flight. And I need to come back, come home and recover. I need to find ways to allow this repairing mechanism, this natural healing way to take place. And the best way to do that is for me to understand that I'm safe. Not in a logical way, in a physiological deep way, but everything around me right now, I'm safe as I am. And then it helps us with the mind-body connection to understand that the emotional brain can fire off from within. The kind of images, the kind of sounds, the kind of self-talk that we have, how we visualize things, how we project things about the future, how we project things about ourselves. And when we run and rerun, rerun certain scenarios, that puts us into the fight or flight from within. There's no external danger coming in, but from within we're putting ourselves in that. Breathing, mindfulness, meditation helps us reclaim that order within our system, within our bodies. And what we're finding with breathing is that it's part of two systems. One is the automatic nervous system we just described, and the other one is the somatic nervous system. The automatic nervous system allows our breathing to keep going without our conscious awareness. But the somatic nervous system allows us to control our breathing. Although we don't have to think about breathing, when we concentrate on our breathing, we come home, we come in the present, we come in the now. And when we regulate the breathing consciously, when we learn to slow it down to an extent that is still pleasant and useful, what happens is that it starts to affect the parasympathetic system. I might be all nervous and upset and excited and all these things and my heartbeat can be going and my breathing can be shallow and quick. But what happens is, if I decide to switch back to my breathing, start breathing deeply, breathing and heart rate are very closely related. We know, for example, when we're running, our breathing goes up, our heart rate goes up. When our breathing slows down, our heart rate slows down. And when that happens, of course, the system says, there is no imminent threat. Now I can truly and fully relax. We're safe. 
we're okay. Now I can heal. And allowing ourselves to heal, not only physically, on a physical level, but also emotionally and also on our thoughts. Meditation, practicing silence, focusing on our breathing. This allows our mind and body to calm down. And once they're calm, they restore themselves. Because as our body heals, when it's calm and relaxed, so does our mind. Please share this podcast with anyone you think may benefit. Until next time, let peace guide your life, love guide your heart, and reason guide your thoughts.